0: guys. I'm bringing the party to you. Samsonite. I was way off. Hold on to your butts. I'm not even mad. That's amazing. Great to have you on the Stephen Corson show where we like to talk about money, life, and everything else. This show is all about revamping how you think about money and how to use it to live the life that you want. I'm excited you made this show part of your financial journey. So let's get to it. All right, everybody. I am hot off a flight from Vegas. Yes, it was a red eye. If you're wondering why it's called a red eye, it's just because you get red eyes because you don't sleep. I mean, I don't know what my problem is. I used to be able to sleep fine on planes and now I can't do it anymore. I I, I don't know. I need, I need medication in order to make it happen. So hopefully I will not, um, fall asleep mid podcast and, uh, you will be able to enjoy the rest of this without some snoring sounds or anything like that. But let's, let's get into this because I wanted to talk a little bit today about how I changed my relationship with social media to make me money instead of cost me money. And a lot of that has to do with the reason I was actually out in Vegas. Um, I have a big announcement that's coming up that uh, I will talk about on a separate pod right after this one, if you're interested, but there are going to be some very, very, in my opinion, positive changes to the podcast that are coming up here soon. Um, Again, if you want to find out more, listen to the next episode, I'll be talking about that specifically. Uh, But the reason that I was out in Vegas, and I want to talk about that because it is relevant to this, is because it was for a social media conference. How to grow with video live was the conference specifically. And a lot of what they talk about is centered around YouTube, Instagram, TikTok uh, primarily, but it was fascinating to listen to different people talk about the different ways that they make money using social media. And when I say that, I'm not just talking about influencers. I'm also talking about people who were plumbers and are using social media for that. People who, I mean, there's a guy that I know um, or that I met there and he does, uh, uh, he, he goes shopping for sneakers. He's a sneakerhead. DJ Sneakerhead, check him out. He's the man. And uh, I mean, that's literally what he does. He goes around, he looks at different sneakers, educates people on the different kinds or lineups that are coming out, you know, who's wearing what. And then he'll find like some good deals and he'll turn around in football. I mean, it's incredible what people are doing nowadays to make money using social media outside of just the traditional. I'm a bodybuilder. Buy this protein powder, and you can have glamorous Instagram muscles like me, as long as you use this additional filter. Or, you know, uh, somebody who's peddling, you know, some type of clothing. Hey, I'm wearing, you know, the new um, Yeezy sneakers. Whatever the case is, you know, click the link below. There's a lot that goes into it. So, I wanted to talk about leading up to this conference how I had changed my relationship with social media. From straight up being a consumer um, and position myself in order to help it actually make me money instead of cost me money. Uh, and we're not even going to talk about the time savings. The time savings will be obvious. It will be included in there. And I'm not going to get too heavy into this episode into the making me money instead of cost money. I will you know, give a brief mention on that. But for everyone else out there, the opportunity to not have social media cost you a lot of money is really pre- uh, prevalent. So let me, let me get into this a little bit. So according to Statista, the past four years have been pretty consistent with the average minutes a day that people spend on social media. So it's, it, we really aren't, I think we're reaching peak social media globally, has um, been holding steady at an average of 145 minutes a day on average, uh, that translates to about two hours and 25 minutes, so about two and a half hours a day people are spending on social media over the past four years. And it's interesting because we didn't actually see that much of an uptick even in the pandemic. Um, it stayed relatively flat. So like I said, I think we're starting to figure out uh, any more than what we're doing is unhealthy. I mean, it's interesting. People in the Philippines, I, I'd love to talk to somebody out there. They're actually showing more like three and a half hours on average a day. Because again, two and a half hours, that's plenty as it is. That translates to about 17 hours a week on social media. So if you take away the seven hours of sleep, that is one full waking day that we are spending on average for social media. No wonder everybody is so stressed out and feeling like there's no time to get anything done because we don't. We're, we're spending it on social media. That is what we're doing to get things done. Um, you know, So that the interesting thing about that is if the average person spends two and a half hours, that means that there are a lot of people spending more. I mean, I know people that don't have social media at all. I know freaks, right? But they don't have social media at all. And that means that somebody out there is doing at least four to five hours of social media day to make up for the people that aren't on it all at all. So it's it's fascinating. It's a fascinating trend. Um, but listen, I enjoy social media. Um, my business depends on it. A lot of people's businesses depends on it. I'm I'm not demonizing social media. Okay. Uh, just like I don't demonize having a beer or anything like that, uh, you know, doing a, a shot of whiskey or whatever the case may be. I I think everything's fine in moderation. I think the problem is that we don't know what moderation is yet. And I think that the world out there is trying to figure it out. I think that if we said to everybody, hey, you're spending two and a half hours a day on social media, I think we could all agree that's probably a little much, you know, even if you're, you know, sitting there on the toilet, laying down in bed, you know, and it's kind of like downtime for you. I think we could all agree two and a half hours is a bit much. Okay. So I know we're working on that. We're trying to figure that out. I'm not here to give you the answer. I'll tell you what I'm doing, but I'm not going to give you the answer on what everyone should or shouldn't be doing on it. Um, but for me personally, I have recently limited my consumption of social media to 60 minutes a day. And the interesting thing about that is that I don't feel like I'm actually missing out by I mean, that's that's a I was probably well over, you know, probably just over two hours. I was probably slightly under average, maybe doing just about two hours a day when I was looking at my analytics on my phone. If you're if you're curious, by the way, if you have a smartphone like an iPhone or an Android, anything like that, you can see exactly how much time you're spending on social media and on specific apps. So, and that was one of it for me. For me, TikTok, I was like, oh my gosh, how did I spend an hour and a half today on TikTok? Like TikTok's a different animal. And Instagram, and you know, they figured that out. They're like, oh yeah, we've got to get to this full screen video model because you just, next thing you know, you flip through 30 videos, you, you know, 30 seconds a piece. It's been 15 minutes and you haven't even picked up your head. You're like, what just happened? So that was really what got me to do it. I still enjoy social media. I like seeing the trends. I like seeing the creativity of people, but I just realized I was like, you know, I'm, 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 stressed in my life. I've got a lot of things going on. Um, I, I, I need to be doing other things to help me make some money. Like I, I need some time back. And this was a cheap, easy way to you know, hack it. So I did. So I cut it down to 60 minutes. I'm still keeping up with the, with the trends. I'm still keeping up with, you know, the important people in my life. I'm not really missing out on that much. And I'm a lot happier. So, you know, if you're up for it, give it a go. Try just 60 minutes for you know a week or two, see what happens. Now, look, even though we have ca- seen to cap off at about two and a half hours of how much social media we're using every day, which platforms we're using and how we are using them is actually changing dramatically, Okay. Dramatically. And let me talk about that a little bit. So there's a global consulting firm uh, called Accenture. They do a lot of work with a lot of big brands. Um, you know, a lot of large companies all over the world. What they found was that about $492 billion was spent through social commerce. So social commerce is just buying something off social media. Um, and that was in 2021 by 2025. So three years away from now, they expect that to triple to 1.2 trillion with a T 1.2 trillion dollars. That's some country's economy right there. Okay. Global shop or global social commerce is just going to continue to skyrocket. We are changing the way that we buy things and we aren't so we aren't just spending more time on social media but we're also buying more as well we are spending more money and the reality is these companies are in they have already hacked our brains in order to figure out how long to keep us on there and then guess what they've also hacked our brains there's a really great Netflix documentary on this i can't remember the name of it but they go through and there it's actually engineers that worked for a lot of these social media companies that talked about hey Do you know why your phone will randomly ping you a suggestion like every five minutes? Like, hey, you should watch this video. Hey, uh, here's a notification from someone completely random that didn't even comment on your profile. You should look at that. There is actually... They measure how many times you pick up your phone. You can actually see that analytic on, uh, I know, on an iPhone. You can see how many times you pick up your phone in a day. A lot of times we pick up our phones just because we get a notification on there telling us to look at something uh, because we haven't been on there in a little bit. I have turned off all notifications on my phone. I get zero outside of a phone call or a text message. That is it. I get zero notifications on my phone anymore. It has made a world of difference. It cut down my pickups by half. I was picking up my phone almost 150 to 200 times a day. Now I pick it up half as much. Why? Just because I turned off notifications. Again, I haven't even noticed that I'm missing anything. Really haven't. So, Instagram. Let's talk about the shopping. Instagram has gone from photo sharing to a shopping app. All right. Do not be confused. With with one of their recent updates a couple months ago, they actually put a shopping cart button. In the middle of the primary menu used to be kind of hidden away. Uh, It would only happen on like certain brands. Hey, I'm looking at Nike shoes and oh, that's a nice pair of sneakers right there. I'm thinking about it. It's popping up. No, no, no. The shopping cart is literally on the main menu now. All right. TikTok has links embedded in the video. You can just click on the damn video. You're ready to go. YouTube. This is actually really fascinating. YouTube is now looking to give shopping items that are linked to the description, a full view underneath its video. So if I'm on there and I'm like, Hey, I just bought this new shirt. It's really nice. Links below in the description. A lot of people used to do that stuff. Hey, here's my, um, I I follow, um, these people whose conference I just went to, they talk about cameras a lot or lighting. And a lot, I've bought a lot of the stuff that they've recommended down in the description. They'll say, Hey, you can click on this, uh, you know, get this from the shop here at BNH photo, this camera, you click on the link, it's affiliate marketing, you know, so they get a little cut of it. And, um, you know, I love to support people who are doing good work. So I'll, I'll buy it from there. Well, now YouTube is going to not just have let you put the link in there, but they will actually show the picture the shop, all the other things that you want to do, and boom, you can click and buy it right out of there. That is a new update um, that is just rolling out that I saw. So the point is social media companies, they get it. They they know that the way our behaviors are trending, we're not just going to websites to buy stuff anymore. I'm not going to Nike.com to buy my next pair of shoes. I want to be watching you know, some guy crossover and do uh you know basketball dribbling skills on youtube and i want to buy the exact shoes that he's wearing um because i see that hey it looks good on him he's getting really good traction Uh, his start and stop is good he's saying it's comfortable and i want to try that shoe now like that's where i want to buy from i don't want to go to nike.com anymore i want to buy it off youtube simple as that it's going to continue TikTok. you know see some guy with some big old guns he's pumping iron talking about oh man this pre workout mix, drink, my, my protein shake, forget the steroids I'm taking, but you know, these things right here, this is what's making me jacked and look so good. Okay, boom, I'm sold. I want some muscles. Click, let's do it. So, the problem is, I think we can all admit to the fact that, hey, our brains and behaviors have been pretty well hacked to get on there and watch social media. On top of that, our brains and our behaviors have been pretty hacked to when we stop looking at social media to get back to looking at social media. So I don't think it's a stretch to think that these companies and I don't think they're evil. I don't think it's bad intentions. I think they're just trying to make money like any other company out there, right? It's up to us as consumers to be smart about it and to figure out, hmm, maybe this isn't good. (laughs) Okay, so I think and I will say this. This is terrible. Like, like, please do not ever use these services. There are apps out there. They're really big with Gen Z right now. They're, uh, it's pretty much just um, uh, uh, what do they call Not not will call, um, uh, oh gosh, I can't remember, but Goodwill or something like, basically you would go to like a Walmart or something. You couldn't pay for it right then. So you took it to the back of the store and you said, hey, can you hold this for me for a week? put like 50% of the money down. You'd come back. I, I, for the life of me, can't remember what it is right now, but there's apps of companies like Afterpay, for instance, that are telling you, Hey, can't afford those shoes for $200. That's fine. Why don't you just pay 25 bucks now and then just pay along as you go. Like whenever you get money for it. Oh my gosh, we're going to do an episode just on that and how terrible these things are, especially for Gen Z as they are growing up, not understanding the kind of debt that they can get into with things like that. It's incredibly dangerous. But the point is we are being hacked. Our behaviors are being hacked. We've already been hacked to spend time on it. Now we're getting hacked to spend more money with it. All right. So let me talk about four barriers real quick that I set up to help me prevent doing unwanted shopping online. And no, I'm not talking about uh, you know, drinking too much wine late at night after an emotional day and uh, going and doing retail therapy and waking up two days later with twenty Amazon boxes at my door okay that one i don 't recommend in general do not friends do not let friends shop in wine okay <laughs> just don 't do it if you 're on that second third glass at home and you 've got Amazon up, just either stop the drinking, stop the Amazon stop one of them but don 't do both. Um, A lot of of regrets uh, (laughs) with that one. So let's get into it. Four barriers that I've set up. We have to set barriers in our lives nowadays because through our phones, through technology, everything else, guess what? We are letting these companies have access to us all the time. So we have to set up these barriers. Number one, I unlisted my credit card from AutoPopulate. Look, thank you, Google. I appreciate it. It's so kind of you out of the goodness of your technological AI driven heart to keep my credit card information right there on my browser online and on, um, you know, my mobile phone. Uh, Thank you, Apple, for having, you know, my credit card right there to where all I have to do is double click the right button and boom, it pays, scans my face. That's all I have to do. Don't even have to think about the money coming out of my bank account. It's so kind of you. And then bam. I just get what I want a couple days later. Okay. Unlist your credit card from auto populate. Next that I would do is I would limit my time on social media. My phone turns it off at 60 minutes a day. I already alluded to this. You can do 90 minutes a day. I mean, Hey, even cutting it down from two and a half hours. If you're one of the people that's doing the average from two and a half hours to two hours a day, guess what? That seven times, 30 that's 210 minutes that's like you know almost four hours or something like that back in your day or back in your week what could you do with an extra four hours like, like ask yourself like hey if i had an extra four hours what would i do would i go watch that movie at the movie theater would i make you know getting some stuff done around the house a little bit easier a little less stressful could i read that book could i go on a walk maybe hit the gym? i mean there's a lot we could do with an extra four hours in a week and again we're just talking about 30 minutes a day like it's not a lot so Something to consider there. Um, you know, you spend less time on social media, you're going to spend a lot less time shopping, more than likely. It just kind of makes sense. Uh, the third one that I did is I unfollowed brands that really did heavy marketing, especially ones that I like. I really like Nike, um, really like Regal um, because I enjoy going to movies. So I like seeing movie trailers come out and all this other stuff. And it, again, the reason I did it is because if I need a new pair of Nike shoes or I need a workout shirt, I know where the Nike store is. I know how to get to the Nike website. So, the fact that I I know it sounds counterintuitive. It's like, "Wait, Steven, you're unfollowing the brands you like?" Yes, that's exactly it. I am unfollowing the brands that I really like because they're already going to get my money. Just because I stop following them on social media does not mean I'm going to stop buying Nike shoes. I, I I'm a pretty loyal Nike fan at this point. You know, there's only so many types of brands of shoes that I buy and they're one of them. I'm not just because I unfollowed them on TikTok and Instagram going to stop buying them all of a sudden. But, you know, I've bought an extra pair or two of shoes when I really didn't need them and I bought a couple workout shirts and now I'm looking at them going, God, I I could work out 14 with, with the amount of Nike shirts I have right now. I could work out about fourteen times a week and have a new outfit, or at least like a new Nike shirt on. You know, for every single one, I love shirts. I don't know why. I just you know, sleeveless shirts, tank tops, uh, you know, dry fit, whatever. I'm all about that stuff. I live in Florida. It's hot. Uh, Nike's great for that stuff. So, so I I don't need to follow them on social media. If I'm interested and I need to look and see what they got, I'm they're gonna be the places I look. So let's not give them the extra chance to make me buy something that i want and i definitely don't need all right so this one i thought i was going to get into this a little bit more i think i may need to do a podcast series on this in general let me know but i am using the additional time that i have to work on my new company and build my own following um like I said, I'm teasing the the next very short uh, podcast preview that I'm going to do to talk about this a little bit more specifically, but it's very relevant here. There's a lot of people I know who have side hustles. They have skills online. Uh, I'll give you a great example. Uh, One of my examples is my aunt. Uh, She is uh, doing a lot of social media stuff. Uh, She is with a company that is... um, uh, that helps people with their weight loss journey. I recently went on it cause I had gained a whole bunch of weight over the pandemic. And I was like, man, I just, I need to lose a couple pounds. So guess what? Boom. I knew she had done some Facebook videos, got in touch with her, got set up on it after a month felt great. Okay. So she's, it, it's just kind of a, a side hustle. It's, it's something that she's doing on the side. She's coaching people. She gets in touch with them, you know, holds them accountable on their weight loss journey. It's awesome. And that's something she's using it for. She's not doing it for 40 hours a week. It's just something that she does on the side to make a little extra money and help make an impact in people's lives. How many of us could be doing the same thing? There's a lot of different things that we could be doing just to make a couple extra bucks online. Go to YouTube. YouTube is the number one learning website in the world. There's, I've, I've been on there a lot recently. Guess what? The things that I've learned, I've learned how to video edit. I've learned how to do podcasting. I have learned how to properly light someone. Shoot, just the other day, I was like, you know, I, I, I don't pose very well in pictures. Somebody was trying to take a picture of me. I'm like, why do I do that? I always do this thing where I throw my shoulders back and I put my, why do I do that? I looked up how to take better pictures. Guess what? They had some great suggestions. Okay. So there's a lot of things that we can learn to do whether it's an existing side hustle, whether it's affiliate marketing, whatever you can use your social network for that maybe it has not maybe what you're doing as to make more money has nothing to do with social media. Maybe you have a service like you are a plumber, maybe you do pressure washing maybe you are a, a lawyer or a real estate agent and instead of using social media you uh, like as a consumer you need to be a little bit more intentional and purposeful with it just to make one extra sale. But what would one extra sale do for you if you already had an established business? What if you cut out 30 minutes a day of consuming social media and you change that 30 minutes to uh, putting out content and using it to promote your business or your brand? What would that do for you if you could make, if you have an existing business already, What would that do for you if you could just make one extra cell a week or one extra cell a month? Would that make a difference? Five. I mean, you know, it all depends on what you're trying to do. So, so that is, um, there's a lot that we could go into with that. Like I said, I'll probably do another podcast just on that, but I just want to tickle your brain with that a little bit. You only have so much time in the day. So how you are using it, and whether or not you're a consumer or a producer on social media, makes a big difference in terms of the amount of money you have. And, you know, we love to talk about wealth on this and the four types of wealth. Obviously, I think that we've all seen the data out there and it pretty consistently says when it comes to consuming social media, the less we do of it will increase our time wealth, our health wealth, specifically our mental health wealth. And if you do it right, uh, it sounds like increasing or decreasing the amount you consume and increasing the amount that you produce, uh, will also affect your financial wealth as well. So hopefully that gives you something to think about. And I hope you're well until our paths cross again.